We are live. We are at double digits for the Bright Verda podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Bright Verda podcast. Um, this is your host, Marcelo. You can find me on Twitter at Marcelo Perotti FC. And uh, yeah, I'm super pumped. Uh, let's let's talk about the big news, I think, for this episode, which is uh, my new logo. Finally, I have a new logo, uh, professionally made, not the tree that I got off of Google Images that I just uh, pasted in Canva and added some nice words, um, some nice font, uh, and uh, with help from my sister. Um, yeah, this is official. This is real. This is legit. Uh, I hope you guys like it. I love the logo. And um, my coworker, her name is Kaylee. She did a fantastic job and did four logos for me. So four variations of the same logo. Um, if you guys are interested in uh, in getting a logo made uh, with graphic design and stuff like that, let me know and I'll I'll hook you up with my friend Kaylee. She was wonderful and uh, you know all the timelines that we had set up. She met them. And uh, I I really really appreciate her for for doing this for me. This means a lot to me, and this podcast is gonna be you know my main thing moving forward. So this is a big you know part of my life. It's a huge deal for me. So I will you know be in debt for the rest of my life with her. Um, so yeah, I, I have four different logos. Uh, one of them is is black with uh the 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 branches are black the leaves are green with the with the white bright verde podcast um lettering and i think it looks fantastic and then i have other variations which i'm going to use for you know pocket tees uh regular t-shirts uh mugs or you know um you know cups decals all this sort of stuff so i will have merch mainly for me honestly because i don't know if People are going to be interested in, in getting merch from me, but at least for me, I am gonna, I am going to rep my podcast pretty, pretty heavily. Uh, so I'm super excited. I hope you guys enjoy them. Uh, and let's move on to. I want to talk about speaking of design, uh, our kits. So there, uh, a designer dropped uh, some concept kits. I think it's Jay Pereira Design on Twitter. Uh, he dropped some, he or she, I don't know, dropped some concept kits and they look super sick. Super sick. Uh, I put on Twitter, I retweeted it and I said, you know, like, what do you guys think of these concept kits? So the first one is a white uh, jersey with like an oak tree or just like an oak. Uh, pattern on them like if you cut a tree inside the tree that's what it the pattern is in the in the shirt and it looks super sick i'm talking about really good and then the second one is a green um like zigzag pattern design uh going up and down i like the color i like the green and black that looks super sick i hope that's our 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 home kit, you know, like color scheme, green and black. Um, it looks really good. And then the third one, this was apparently the favorite amongst 
you know, Twitter and what I saw was uh, the third alternative kit was a black design, all all black with three uh, striped pattern like blocks coming from the right shoulder down to about the chest section and then coming from the opposite side on the left bottom coming up to the stomach and the top ones are white the bottom ones are green it looks super clean and i guess people really really like this one so i think these are the most realistic options that we've seen so far when it comes to concept kits i know we're getting pretty close to i think a a potential reveal and i'm gonna be super pumped because you know some people hate the the adidas partnership and just what adidas brings to mls some people say you know they're pretty bland they're not really authentic they're just kind of whatever i like them I usually like all of their kits that come out for for MLS teams from Adidas. Um, so I think I'm gonna like this this Austin FC one. We'll see about the the design. Um, hopefully they add a little flair to it, you know, like add a little a little excitement to it, and not keep it, you know, just like a plain color. Um, I do hope we get some little design. That oak pattern, ooh. If we ever get that, that that would sell so fast. Um, so I, I'm I'm really pumped for these kids. I think uh, Jay Pereira designed it a fantastic job with these concept kits. Um, I'm actually gonna follow him right now, or follow him or her, whatever, on Twitter right now because um, I can't wait to see what else uh, they they come up with. Uh, so yeah, let me know what you guys think about the jerseys. You can leave a comment, you know, in the comment section or, or on, on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Marcelo Priority FC. And, uh, moving on to the next topic that I want to discuss is again, I want to talk about, you know, our first DP signing. I, I think our first DP signing is going to set, you know, the tone for what Austin FC does, who we sign, who we build a team around. You know, it's key. It's very, very important. And, you know, it should not be taken lightly. This is a huge opportunity for us. And I've been saying this in other episodes. I've been saying this on Twitter. And I'll say it again now. I I would love JJ Macias for Austin FC. I've said it. Uh, this kid is top talent. He has a bright future ahead of him. He's just 20 years old. He fits the market perfectly. He's Mexican. You know. Um, he would sell so many jerseys. Uh, he's the future striker for uh, the Mexican national team. Uh, along with Raul Jimenez. So. He. It's a. It's a. It's a really good business decision. Which I think it's important, of course. You can't ignore that. Uh, it's a good business decision because of the marketing that comes with it. He's a he's a starter for the national team. Well, potentially a starter for the national team. Uh, he is from Mexico. He is a promising talent that you can sell, you know, to Europe in in the next few years. 
for a really good chunk of money. And, you know, he's really talented. So, on the sporting side, you know, aside from he's talented, he's a striker. You know, like, you want your DP to be a spot that is a is of high commodity. And I think a striker is probably the best option to go when it comes to a DP signing. Uh, he's not going to be super cheap. We know that. You know, I'm, I'm not dumb. He's not going to be cheap because... Um, Chivas is not going to sell for cheap, I think. Um, so I understand it's not the cheapest option, but in terms of the league, you know, of the standard that the MLS has been implementing as of recent years, this fits the bill. He's a young Latin American, talented player that you can sell, uh, in the future i think it fits perfectly and uh he looks good in verde we know he looks good in verde because he plays for leon well he used to play for leon and of course for the national team so we know he looks good in that verde and i'm sure he would look fantastic in that austin fc kit anyways going to the sporting side you know he's a striker which you can build a team around you can build a team around that striker, you know. Um, depending on how we want to play, for, according to Josh Wolf and Claude Arena, we want to be, you know, very attacking minded, and um, I think the style fits Macias really well. And you know, try to get him some solid options up front, and for sure, a. Another DP could be a high-caliber center mid to be able to play off of Macias. You know, whether it's through balls, whether it's one-twos, you know, to connect with him. Um, and Macias, he likes to also sometimes come in deep. He can also uh, push wide. He is very versatile. And I think uh, as, as a new franchise, you want versatile players who can you know, fulfill different roles and can adapt. So I think adapting is key for a new franchise and you want players who can do that. And Josh Wolf has talked about that before as well. You need players who can play multiple positions, who can adapt. And I think Macias would, would be fantastic for that, in my opinion. Uh, this kid can dribble. This kid has control. He has pace. He has shooting. He has power. He is well-rounded for a 20-year-old. I think it's pretty impressive. Um, I I urge you to watch, you know, some YouTube videos of him. Uh, he's still early in his career, but he has already some bangers. And if if you can watch a live game, you can really see what I'm talking about. He has really good um, awareness, good vision good um positional awareness when it comes to being a striker he can be deadly in the box he really is well-rounded so i i urge you guys to to watch him play if you can um chivas you know they're extremely popular maybe the most popular team in mexico next to america so you i'm sure you can find a game where you can see him hopefully soon after covid and you would really treat yourself i think so, 
let me know what you guys think about Jose Juan Macias, JJ Macias. I think he'd be fantastic for Austin FC. Let me know who is your preferred DP signing. I'd be interested to see or hear people's opinions on, you know, DP signings. I know there's quite a bit of uh, talented world-class players who are, you know, nearing the end of their contracts who yeah, I think it's also acceptable for a new franchise to have somebody like that. But you got to remember these players are, you know, mid-30s and I don't think it makes sense to uh, knowing the new policy that the MLS is implementing, in my opinion, it, it kind of you know it, it feels like we're taking a few steps backwards. And I think as a new franchise and as an exciting franchise in the Austin market, you know you want young, dynamic, exciting players, and Macias fits the bill, in my opinion. So that's it on the Macias front. Uh, let me know what you guys think in the comment section, or you know, of course, you can just tweet me. Um, and then next up I want to talk about is um, a little bit of some San Antonio flavor, which is somebody tweeted uh, that they're excited for Austin to join, but deep down they feel that San Antonio should be the third MLS team. This is John Cretlow on Twitter. Um and then I just said there's room for four Texas teams. I think San Antonio will join sooner rather than later, uh, which I think will be super cool. I think it will be really cool. I think there's a market for all four Texas teams, and it will be some ex- some really fun, exciting games, in my opinion. You would have, you know, essentially four Texas derbies, you know. You would have Austin with Dallas, Austin with Houston, and Austin with uh, with San Antonio. I think those games would be super cool. And I think MLS knows this. And they know that Texas is a great market. They know San Antonio is a good market. I mean, they have the Spurs. They know that um, there's excitement for soccer in San Antonio. And I think if it wasn't, from what I remember, San Antonio was positioned to join MLS. From what I remember. And a few years ago. But I think pre-court kind of f them over by wanting to move Columbus to Austin because also, if I'm not mistaken, in there was a stipulation in pre-court's contract with MLS when it came to Columbus that he could move the team only to Austin. That was the only exception was he couldn't do anything with columbus but if there was a chance to move it to austin he could have done that and he did um well not really because the the plan was to move the whole franchise everybody to austin and of course uh save the crew happened you know a lot of politics got involved and towards the end it looks like MLS had to intervene and kind of play, you know, mediator, kind of play daddy. And it was, you know, he, uh, the MLS was able to find a different ownership group for Columbus so that everyone can be happy. Columbus stays in Columbus. Uh, these, these billionaires, you know, they have another toy to play with. Um, and 
Precord gets his part of the contract, which is go to Austin. And everybody's happy. So I think that kind of screwed over uh, San Antonio, in my opinion. Uh, but, you know, the, the MLS, it's it's a whole different beast, dude. It's it's This league is like no league in the world. And this market is like no market in the world. You're talking about, we're already, what, at like 30 teams or something like that? Um, it's insane. It's insane. There's no other league that has this many teams. And you still feel like there's so much room for growth. I don't know what the hell they're going to do with so many teams. Um, it's going to be insane. And it's, it's nothing like we've seen before in, in the soccer world, for sure. For sure. Um, but they're they're very smart people. These guys know what the hell they're doing, and they'll find a way to make it work. No doubt about it. It's already we're already too deep. The MLS has finally clicked. It's it's finally engaged with the country. People now recognize MLS. People know that this is a legit league. You know, it's it's not a it's not a joke. Like this is for real. And and you can tell because a lot of millionaires are putting their money uh, where their mouths are. They're really investing, and it's it's serious. You know, like thanks to Atlanta, thanks to like LAFC, these franchises are really helping the MLS uh, be put on the map. So, um, I think San Antonio will see them sooner rather than later, in my personal opinion. And I think that's good for the league. It's good for Texas. It's good for the market. It's good for rivalries. It's good for everybody. Um, and San Antonio is a cool place. Uh, I hope they. I, I hope they get their team. I've been to a San Antonio. Um, I think they're like the Scorpions or something like that. Uh, I've been to one of their games before a few years ago. It was really fun. It was a nice little stadium. Um, the vibe was cool. People were super engaged, and I had a blast. So I hope they get their team. Um, and the last thing I want to talk about today is the return of the Bundesliga. This is a huge story, huge news, and this is going to be massive. I think we're going to see some insane numbers when it comes to the Bundesliga return. I think this is going to be one of these events where it's going to be insane viewership because it's the only soccer league, major soccer league, that's going to re restart. And not only that, but then you restart with the River Derby with Schalke and Dortmund. Uh, you're going to get some insane viewership. Plus, you know, it's the novelty that is the, the thing that's restarting. Everyone's going to be watching it. I think I think the Germans had a a really good decision, an astute business decision. Not sure about health wise, but business wise, insane decision. And I think um, I think they're going to capitalize on it really well. And you know, other leagues are going to take note. And they're probably gonna re. Um, they're probably gonna just copy what the Bundesliga is doing, and I think it'll trickle down. And by June or so, mid June, uh, 
early August, I think everyone, all the leagues that have not ended will be back in action, I think. Uh, with, you know, it seems like everyone got tired of Corona. And I saw this meme that was hilarious, which was, you know, um, well, it, it relates to the U.S. It was a, the most American thing is Americans just being tired with COVID and just therefore ending it, which is so true. Uh, but I think the world in general is just tired of it. I get it, you know, being cooped up, you know, having the economy shut shut down. I think it's a massive take um, in people's minds and, you know, bodies, etc. So I think the return of the Bundesliga is going to be finally, you know, like uh, like a release pressure, you know, Um it's going to be the the beginning of i think the end for this pandemic I, I you know i don't know i don't know i'm not a freaking scientist i don't know what's going on it it looks like we should still be pretty panicked um we don't have a vaccine yet um but i don't know man i don't know what's going on anymore I, I'm still cooped up in my in, in my house. I'm just trying to keep my parents safe. That's really all I worry about. Because it doesn't really kill, really, really kill young people, you know, healthy people. Obviously, if you have, if you're immunocompromised, if you're older, you can certainly die from it. So I don't want to kill my parents. I don't know about you guys. So I'm sheltering away. And just waiting for this second wave, especially in Austin, to hit and see what the numbers are. But who knows anymore? Uh, yeah, Bundesliga returning, River Derby. You bet your ass I'm going to watch it. And, you know, I, 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 I really don't want to talk about European football as much here. I really want this to be Austin-centric, local, you know, Austin FC specific. Obviously, COVID threw me a curveball, and I'm having to figure out what to talk about. But uh, I, I want to keep it Austin. And but you know, with with Bundesliga returning, I might just talk about Bundesliga. I don't know. Let me know what you guys want me to talk about. You can tweet me if you want to hear something specific. I'm be more than happy to discuss what you want me to discuss. This is a podcast for the people. This is for for anybody listening. You guys are uh, participants in this. And I want you to feel like you can um, pitch something and I'll talk about it, you know? I'm always down for a conversation. Um, and yeah, I think this will be it for this pod. I appreciate you guys. I hope you guys like the logo. I will make some shirts for me. If you're interested in a shirt or whatever, you can always let me know. Um, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Bright Vert is on YouTube. I'm still trying to figure out when it comes to uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all that. I'm having some difficulties in in uh, at the moment. I will try to get that into those platforms because I know how crucial it is. But for now, we're only on YouTube. And I'm trying my hardest to get back up to 
to the podcast platforms. Uh, Twitter, at Marcelo Party FC. Let me know what you guys think about this episode. I appreciate you guys for listening. You guys stay safe. You know, be smart. And I'll see you guys in a future pod. Later.